Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone, it's Monday. What does that mean? Well, it can mean many things, but today it means it's time for a little bonus. We're going to go for a fly into the archives, and who better to visit in said archive than Stephen Fry? National treasure, a word that's thrown around a lot. With Stephen, it's actually true. And of course, he was the recent star of Red, White and Royal Blue, where he played the king. And Stephen has been speaking out this week in solidarity with the campaign to train more psychiatrists, as he says it was a psychiatrist who helped save his life and gave him the diagnosis of bipolar disorder he needed when this was a term that wasn't even widely recognised. So in this clip, we're going to hear that he's talking about exactly that. And I think it embodies why I love him, because Stephen speaks out. He always speaks out for what he believes to be right. And um, me and Alan, um, this chat is with me and Alan. And it was a big, wide-ranging chat. I seem to recall quite a lot of talk about the chocolates that we ate during it. I think I brought chocolate. I can't quite remember. Anyway, here's a little taster. Here's a little taster of that chat with Stephen. I, I was thrown out of a lot of schools. And what happened was that when I... I mean, the way I tell it in, in a very dramatic fashion is that there I am lying on the stone flags of the prison with the with the shadows of the bars thrust athwart my back. And a man with a trenching on yeah, it there. Yeah, and a rat in the straw somewhere. <laughs> um, and then sobbing and shaking my fist at the moonlight through the bars and saying, yeah. I will recover from this, I will repent and I will become... But I did, I said, I mean, partly the experience of quite a few illiterate people in the, in the prison I was in, um, and I was started, taught them taught them to read or, or help them with alphabet and things like that. And I thought... Crazy! This is um, what I love most passionately is reading and writing and talking and thinking and so on. And uh, and I've, before it's too late, I could do something about it. So I, so I I signed myself up to a college, and they didn't do the Oxbridge entrance, which you had to do in those days. So I took out past papers from the library and, and sort of taught myself how the things went, and was fortunately got in. And um, so it was a skin. So you did your exams in prison. So no, no, this was after I was Oh, after you were yeah, in college, I, got out, I Yeah, I got out. I was in prison on remand for about three months. 
because the paperwork for all my crimes took uh, was over <laughs> seven or eight different counties and oh had, to be, wow. had to be collated by the... <laughs> but were, you, was, were, you, were you like a... When you say bad... I can't remember I what your it, word was. Mm, but was it like... Well, were you off the rails or were you... Yeah. you I were? mean, yes. Uh, it, it wasn't drugs. That wasn't really my generation's thing much in those days. A few, a few boys smoked pot and got expelled from school. But <clears throat> it was uh, every sort of kleptomaniac. I would steal from shops and, and all the time. It was just awful. Um, and I didn't pay attention. I, I, I had, I'm sure I would have been uh, diagnosed with attention deficit disorder, uh, hyperactivity disorder, you know, if, if, if that had been a thing uh, mm. in those days. I mean, we're talking about the early 70s. And it, oddly enough, at one point my parents did send me to a psychiatrist, typical of my class and background is deeply embarrassing to admit, but uh, he was a Tory MP. Uh, what? He, he, he was a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist. He was a doctor, yes, a very grand Harley Street doctor. Um, and he Gerard still practiced. Vaughan. And he still practiced. Yeah, he was one of those with a with a with a Mont Blanc pen about the size of a you know tree trunk. You know, <laughs> great sort of blue black ink writing things down. Like a real Monet on the wall. <clears throat> but, <laughs> when I did a documentary about uh, about bipolar disorder, about oh, manic depression, fantastic. Oh, I love you. that. Steve. I went I'm back to moving. school and I spoke to my old housemaster and. and uh, and he had a copy of a letter that uh, Vaughan had written to him in which he had used the word bipolar, which was a very early use of it. It was, you know, it was just... About you? Yes, about me. It, it had a question mark, question mark. Wow. Uh, uh, and it was very interesting that he should have thought that. Gosh. I was certainly manic. I was a very hyperactive mm. child. Uh, and, and I just couldn't... I was very quick. I mean, I wouldn't say intelligent, but I was sharp. I could learn things without having to learn them. I mean, they just went in and I never forgot them. Is bipolar the same as manic depression? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's Because it's, it's interesting that he used that word so long ago when the, the parents exactly. would have been much more manic depression. Indeed it was. But I guess he was, a, I mean, uh, he, he was, you know, professional psychiatrist right. that was being used then. How interesting. In the well-known DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which is an American book, Quite fascinating. Someone should do a programme about it, really. It, it lists all the um, mental uh, syndromes and, and disorders and illnesses that, that you might have, but it's updated every few years. So right up through the 60s, homosexuality was uh, Still a disease one of those things, in the yeah. DSM. Yeah. And the DSM was important because it was considered the, the Bible, the authority on mental illness in terms of things like insurance and law. So if someone said, oh... Uh, I didn't. I committed the crime because I have this, you know, condition. The, you know, the the, the district attorney, because it's an American thing, though it's used in Britain as well, would say uh, no, because in the DSM it says you are da 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 da, and you do not, you know. So, and similarly, an insurance company won't pay out if they don't think. It. But it's. Really? You know, at the moment there, I think they're redrawing the idea of the spectrum, which seems to us such a useful one in terms of, uh, you know, neurotypical at one end and highly autistic at another, you know, we think of as a, but apparently they're changing that. And these really? things are being changed all the time. And the nature of bipolar 1 or bipolar 2, which some people think is um, kind of... <coughs> what, is the what is the difference between the two? Well, it's confusing because you'd, one is more serious and yet two has aspects that are more serious as well. And I was upgraded, if that's the word, to Congratulations. Yes, thank you. I'm so thrilled. Um, and I, to be honest, I, I can't even remember the reason. I think it was because my hyperactivity. So I just occasionally, I had a few episodes not that long ago where I genuinely thought, no, Stephen, you really are 
this is kind of the the kind of mad people laugh at. I I felt like Joan of Arc. You know, I felt yeah. transcendent. I I felt I could do anything, yeah, and yeah. I was and I it was. I remember it came on me. It's a weird thing. It, sometimes they these states happen quickly. It came on me. This is such a bizarre actually occasion for it to happen at Richard Bryer's memorial. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd laugh. As you're and shuffling was, to the front. I got this. <laughs> and there was a kind of event afterwards at the Criterion Theatre, down, down, down there in that theatre, which is one of the wonderful theatres that's actually below ground, and you go down to it, right down. And, and uh, I remember suddenly there was, I can't remember, it was Frank Finley on one side, various actors of Margot, what's it, not Margot, um, the one who played Margot in The Good Life, you know. Oh, well, uh, uh, no, uh, uh, be Keith. Uh, yeah, was, was talking, and I was suddenly going, oh, Wow, I can't sit here. I've got to do something. I sit there and I, I went and one of the things I do is cook. So I, I made, I remember this enormous plate of food, which was so, it was the kind of, this was the kind of thing people Instagram because it was like uh, every little item of it was so perfectly placed. It was symmetrical. It was like a Buddhist prayer wheel or something. It was this extraordinary round place. This, this, was, after the, this was after I rushed away. Yeah, I rushed away from the, from the, the because corner. I thought there was so the much. buffet table. Yeah. Uh, it's a strange thing. And most people who live with someone who's got bipolar disorder will say that, contrary to what you might expect, it's much easier to handle people who are depressed than people who are manic, people, yes. are, the, people are hyper hyperactive or yeah, hypoactive, whatever mm. it might be. And, and, uh, I remember when I made the documentary, I interviewed, uh, I don't think it actually made the final thing, but it was this uh, couple, and I was asking really exactly that, because so, the wife in this instance was the one who didn't have the, 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 the disorder. And uh, um, she described an occasion when her, her husband suddenly went into their garage, as she would put it, this is in America, and took apart their car. She, he put down a sheet, huge sheet and took apart the engine of the car and, and numbered it and, and you know every little washer he put went round with a sharpie and, and made a little number uh, so that he was going to clean it and chrome it up and make it perfect and then halfway through he had a sort of change of face kicked it all <laughs> <laughs> the whole engine was just a total write off, could oh, never be put together again. And he laughed and she laughed, but actually at the time it must have been horrifying for them. Can you imagine? Could you love a person more than Stephen? There's a link in the episode description to the whole episode, so if you want to hear the whole thing. You know, we talk about love, abstinence. We talk about his time in prison, his theatrical career. I mean, the man has lived. And in the meantime, tune in this Thursday for our chat with one half of the queer podcast that has taken America by storm, Las Culturistas, which is hosted by Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers. And Matt Rogers is joining us because he's coming to England. He's doing. He's been doing this big Christmas show thing, which is really interesting. And it involves, all I'm going to say is it involves Mariah and helping her down from a Peloton bike. That's coming up on Thursday. Subscribe, listen, share, whatever, you know, um, things people say about podcasts. I recommend you do them all. Okay.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Powered by Spirit Studios.